The Productive Woman, Episode 278. Hello, and welcome to this episode of The Productive Woman. My name is Laura McClellan, and this is a podcast about productivity for busy women. My goal is to help you find the tools and encouragement you need to manage your time, life, stress, and stuff so you can accomplish the things you care about most and make a life that matters. Well, welcome and thank you for joining me. In this week, we're going to be talking about some ways to keep ourselves motivated to take action toward our goals. You'll find more information and links to resources I mentioned in the show notes for this episode at theproductivewoman.com slash 278. This episode is brought to you by FreshBooks, and I'm really pleased to be able to welcome FreshBooks back as a returning sponsor. Did you know that 24 million Americans, more than the population of Florida, want to work for themselves by 2021? Sadly, 35% of them cite inconsistent income as one of the biggest things holding them back from taking that plunge. So if money's a big deterrent, would getting paid two times faster help you make the leap? Well, have you heard of FreshBooks? FreshBooks is a cloud accounting software that basically does your invoicing for you and on top of that gets you paid two times faster. And yes, it's really easy to use because it's made for entrepreneurs like you. FreshBooks lets you create and send invoices automatically. It lets you accept credit cards and ACH payments right from the invoices. It lets you automate payments for recurring invoices and automate invoice payment reminders. Overall, FreshBooks helps you face big challenges like getting paid so you can focus on growing your business. FreshBooks is offering the Productive Woman listeners a free 30-day trial of FreshBooks right now with no credit card required. To find out more, go to freshbooks.com slash TPW and enter the Productive Woman in the How Did You Hear About Us section. You know, many of us get inspired at the beginning of a new year to set ambitious goals or, or dive into projects aimed at improving our health, our career, our home, or our relationships. But it usually doesn't take too long for the day-to-day of life to sort of take over and that initial enthusiasm that propelled us starts to wear off. It's so common as to be a joke how, for instance, gyms are packed in the first week of January and nearly empty by the first week of February. That's a symptom or, or one of the symptoms of that, you know, first of the year enthusiasm that wears off pretty quickly. But all the best, most valuable accomplishments take consistent action over time, sometimes over a lot of time, and it can be hard to stay motivated over the long haul. So how can we keep going after that first of the new year motivation starts to fade? That's something I've been thinking about just because, you know, it happens to me. I have uh, ambitions or ideas, things at the beginning of the year that I'm enthusiastic about and want to dive into. Uh, but that that enthusiasm wanes just like it does for you. And so I've really been thinking a lot about how do we keep going? How do we stay motivated after that initial um, kickoff uh, enthusiasm starts to fade. 
So I want to talk about that this week. I want to talk about how we keep our motivation going. Uh, One writer, a a writer named Suzanne Gerber has said, motivation is not magic. It does not come in a bottle. There is no little blue pill for it. But it's something you can tap into by design, then harness. And I thought, you know, that was a very kind of inspiring quote for me, that we can intentionally, purposely tap into motivation and harness it to keep us going. Another quote that I thought was worth sharing that uh, really spoke to me came from Lolly Descal, who is the president and CEO of an organization called Lead From Within. She tells us that all motivation is self-motivation. And this is from a, a great article called 19 Highly Effective Ways to Stay Motivated. And that is uh, one of the resources that I will link to in the show notes for this episode. And, you know, there's so much truth there. We, we can be inspired by outside sources. We can be sort of triggered to get started. But if we want to be motivated, we need to motivate ourselves And so I thought I would share, I I did a little research, I did a little thinking of how can I stay motivated to keep moving forward towards the goals that I have for myself this year. And I wanted to share those with you, both the ones that I thought of and, and ideas that I got from other sources. And I came up with 11 things we can do to stay motivated or refresh our motivation and our enthusiasm when it starts to fade. And the first one, uh, maybe the most important one, I don't know, is to remind yourself of your why. Write it down in detail. It is so easy to forget in the day-to-day bustle and grind why we're doing what we do. And so it's important to remind ourselves of that. When we start to lose that motivation, lose that sense of enthusiasm about this thing that we launched at the beginning of the year, this thing we wanted to pursue, we need to take a step back and remind ourselves why. And I think writing it down is important. And maybe, you know, write it regularly, write it out regularly, even though you've, you've already done it once, just to keep reminding ourselves. Uh, I think you might remember that our, um, first guest of this year, Amy Landino, talks about how as part of her morning routine, she writes out her goals in her journal. She has a journal where she just rewrites them just to keep them top of mind. And we need to do, I think, the same thing with the reason why we're pursuing it. And so some of the questions we can ask ourselves and and maybe journal about is, where did the idea come from to do this thing? Whatever it is um, that you're maybe losing some enthusiasm for, where did that idea first come from? Did it come from in, internally? Did somebody say something to you? Did you see someone else pursuing something and think, oh, I, I want to do that. I want to get to where they are. Or, you know, where did that idea come from in the first place? Remind yourself of that. And then another question is, how did you feel about that idea when you first had it? What emotion specifically did you feel as you were first considering this goal that you that you want to pursue? What what emotion came to you first? Was it excitement? Was it fear? Was it nervousness? Maybe confusion, uncertainty, anticipation, joy, determination? What 
emotions were sparked when you first had the idea and you first contemplated pursuing this goal or taking on this project. Write it down, identify that emotion and what thoughts you were having about it that created that emotion in you. And a third thing I think is helpful for us to maybe journal about or write out as we're reminding ourselves of our why is, what did you think you would get as a result of accomplishing this goal or completing this project? Uh, what, what benefit, what, wh- where did you think this would take you? Not just what was the goal, but why did you want to pursue it? What did you think you were going to get out of it? Was it just a sense of accomplishment? Um, did you think you would get um, admiration from other people? Did you f- think you would feel a sense of satisfaction uh, in your own abilities by accomplishing it? Was it money that um, you thought you would get from it or recognition? There are no right or wrong answers here, but I just think it's important for us to think about that and put words to what what was driving our desire to uh, pursue this goal or take on this project. And those are some of the things that we can ask ourselves, that we can journal about to renew our enthusiasm, refresh our motivation as we remind ourselves why we decided to pursue this particular goal. So that's, the, I think, the first thing we need to do. We need to have a reason why we're doing what we're doing. And I really don't think there is a right or wrong answer unless, you know, maybe if your reason was to, to hurt somebody else. But I think if you're listening to this podcast, that's not likely to be your motivation. But we need to, we need to know what our reason was and we need to be satisfied personally with the reason why we're pursuing this. And if we have a reason that we like, that will keep us going and keep us motivated. So that's number one. Uh, The second thing that I thought about that we need to do to stay motivated or to refresh our motivation as it starts to fade is to take care of yourself. It's really hard to stay motivated to take action if you're exhausted. So it's all that basic stuff that we can tend to forget to do that we uh, maybe it, it drops off our priority list when we're trying to fit other things into our schedule. Uh, but self-care is so important to staying energized and motivated to do the things we want and need to do. So, you know, the simple things like eat food that fuels you. Drink plenty of water instead of caffeinated beverages. Move your body daily. And it does I don't mean you need to spend three hours at the gym, but just do something to get some movement. Um, even if it's just take a short walk or go up and down the stairs a couple of times or do a little bit of yoga or some stretches, but move your body a little bit each day and don't sacrifice necessary rest for a few more hours of work. And that one's the hard one for me. It's easy for me if I get to the end of the day and I haven't done the things I wanted to get accomplished to think, well, I'll just stay up a little later and keep working. And that, you know, when I was young, I could do that for a while. Uh, The older I get, the less 
uh, effective that is for me because the more tired I am, if I'm not getting enough good quality sleep, I'm simply not able to keep doing the things I need to do. And so I think we need to be ruthless about identifying and cutting out of our schedules the less important so we can make time to both take action toward our most important goals and take care of ourselves, get the food and rest and water and all the things that we need. So reminding ourselves of our why, keeping that top of mind, taking care of ourselves physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, do all those things. We've, we've talked about that on previous episodes, but I think when our motivation starts to fade and we think, you know, I, I set this goal because it's something I really want to accomplish, but I am just having a hard time getting myself to take the action I need to take to do it. Uh, one of the things we need to look at is, am I not taking care of myself? Am I not taking care of my body and my mind in a way that will uh, leave me with the energy and, and all I need to do what I need to do. The third idea that I had um, that I think can help us with maintaining our motivation is to create habits and routines that bypass our resistance and keep us just taking action automatically. We've talked in previous episodes about how habits work on us, how they work in a different part of our brain and become almost unconscious action. Well, we can create habits on purpose that serve us. We all have habits. Some of them serve us, some of them don't. You know, if you get up in the morning and stumble to the bathroom and, you know, brush your teeth first thing. That, without thinking about it. That's a habit that you've created that you just sort of do automatically. And, and some of those we fall into, some of them we can create on purpose, uh, habits that will help us uh, take the action we need to take. I love this quote by Octavia Butler in an article that I read, uh, who Octavia is quoted as saying, first, forget inspiration. Habit is more dependable. Habit will sustain you whether you're inspired or not. Habit will help you finish and polish your stories. She's talking about writing. Inspiration won't. Habit is persistence in practice. And I love that so much. Habit will sustain you whether you're inspired or not. So if we create habits that get us doing the things we need to do to accomplish our goals. Because any goal, any project, whatever uh, it might be, the way it's accomplished is one action and then another action and then another one. And a series and sequence of actions get us to the uh, objective we're, we're aiming toward. And habits help us do that. If we can intentionally create habits that have us taking actions toward our, the goals that we want, we're going to get there. So the question we need to ask ourselves, the question you can ask yourself is, what actions do you need to take in order to accomplish your goal? Whatever your goal might be. And so take a moment and think about a goal that you set for yourself or a project you determined at the beginning of this year that you wanted to uh, undertake and complete. Think about whatever that is, that goal, that project, what specific actions do you have to take regularly to get there, to get, to accomplish that goal, to complete that project? And 
uh, write them down, write down the, the sequence of actions that have to take one little action after another, and then intentionally and purposefully turn those into habits where you can. I mean, sometimes there's a one-off action that we need to take, but a lot of times to accomplish any particular goal of any meaning, it's a, a, a series of small actions taken repeatedly. So if you can identify what those are and figure out a way to turn them into habits, because habits by definition are things we do almost without thinking of them. So we don't have to be motivated. We just we just do them. They have become something that is automatic for us. And if we can form the habit of doing the things we need to do, we will achieve our goal. And so uh, an example, if you're working on health, maybe one small habit would be to, to intentionally develop the habit of drinking a glass of water as soon as you get out of bed you know, something like that. If a goal that you have for this year is to write a book or start a new business, maybe you can create a habit of writing five sentences or spending 10 minutes working on your something for your new business while you're drinking your morning coffee. Uh, if one of your goals is to develop new clientele for your business or your, you know, whatever your profession is, maybe you could develop a habit of making a phone call to a prospect or to an existing client that you'd like to develop more business from, making one phone call to one of those people each morning, first thing when you sit down at your desk. Um, So that might be something. Maybe you want to get more fit and so you could create, develop a habit of stopping at the gym for a workout on your way home from work or even something as simple as uh, each day on my lunch break, uh, before I go eat my lunch, I will go up and down, walk up and down the stairs three times. You know, some little thing like that, but choose a habit like that that will move you toward the achievement of the goal or the completion of the project that you want to do and do it consistently. Same time every day. Um, and once you've done it often enough, it will become a habit that you won't have to think about. Habits are stronger and more powerful than willpower. So developing those habits can make a huge difference in our ability to, to keep going and achieve our goals. Similarly, develop routines, a certain sequence of activities that you do the same way each time. They become habitual and automatic, and we don't have to feel motivated to do them because they simply become part of our, our part of what we do. Uh, you can also create rituals that signal your brain it's time to do certain work, such as, you know, a simple ritual I've read lots of writers do. And this is something I do when I really want to try to get myself to focus. I will sit down and light a candle and maybe turn on a specific playlist of music that motivates me. And whether that's to write or to work out or whatever, that rituals like that repeated over time trigger something in our brain that, okay, this is that when this happens, I do this. So just some things like that, I think can help us in, in developing those habits and routines that will get past our resistance, 
keep us going uh, forward, taking automatic action. We have um, done some previous episodes about the value of habits and routines and rituals and ways that we can develop them. So for instance, check out episode 27 uh, and episode 114, and uh, you might get some ideas there. Okay. So that's number three. Number four in our ways to keep our new year motivation going strong is to find an accountability partner. Most of us are more motivated by that social interaction, whether it's because we don't want to let somebody else down, we've made a commitment to them, or we look forward to interacting with them, spending time with them. That social connection can keep us motivated when simply it being something we wanted to do doesn't. So find somebody uh, to talk to who believes in you or maybe who is pursuing the same or a similar goal that you can come alongside and kind of keep each other going. So if one of your goals this year is to get more fit, maybe you find a workout partner or a friend who will go for a walk with you. If you find, you know, you had decided, all right, I'm going to go for a walk every day at lunchtime and started out strong and now you've missed a day and then then you miss a couple days and so on. Well, find somebody who can go with you. Uh, maybe a, a work colleague if you're going during your lunch hour or a neighbor who also wants to get fit or a friend who will meet you at the park and say let's let's uh, let's meet at, you know, this time on each day or three days a week or whatever it is you want to do. And we'll go for a walk together and talk. Um, so finding somebody like that, if you want to write a book or create art of any kind, find a friend who's doing the same and challenge each other. I think of in this context, a writer, I know not real well, I'm acquainted with, but we're Facebook friends. And she would, she from time to time will on Facebook kind of announce one hour writing sprints and say, Hey, anybody, any of my writing friends who are working, let's, uh, let's challenge each other. Um, write as many words as we can for the next, you know, 30 minutes, 45 minutes, whatever, one hour and check back in an hour and let everybody know what you did. And just that kind of, you know, accountability and kind of challenge can keep us going. Uh, a great article called Six Surefire Ways to Stay Constantly Motivated, the writer of that article had this to say, the company you surround yourself with has a direct influence on how you behave both in your personal life and in your workplace. And uh, the article quotes Michael Dell from his commencement speech uh, in 2003 at the University of Texas. And he, this is what Michael Dell said, try never to be the smartest person in the room. And if you are, I suggest you invite smarter people or find a different room. In professional circles, it's called networking. In organizations, it's called team building. And in life, it's called family, friends, and community. We are all gifts to each other. And my own growth, this is Dell talking, my own growth as a leader has shown me again and again that the most rewarding experiences come from my relationships. So the people you are around influence what you're doing. Find someone who will inspire you, who will challenge you and who will help hold you accountable and return the favor to that person in whatever the goal is that you're working on. So that was number four, I think. Number five, I think to keep our motivation going is to make it really easy to act. And this involves 
for me, breaking down each big goal or project into really tiny steps, so tiny that it's almost too easy to take action. And therefore you can then cross something off your list. I am really a fan uh, with any big project or big goal of finding the easiest way in. So again, as an example, if you want to write a book, that's overwhelming. You can't write a book in one sitting. That takes a long period of time. So set yourself a task, break it down into two paragraphs. I'm going to write one paragraph a day and create a habit of doing that. And maybe you do that in the morning while your coffee is brewing or right after the kids leave for school or um, right after lunch if you're at work. You know, just one paragraph a day. You can do that. Any of us can do that. If your goal is to develop your circle of influence or create a network of potential clients and stuff, and you need to reach out to them. Maybe you're in sales or marketing or something. Maybe your, your task is to make one phone call each day, or even, you know, my first step is to look up the phone numbers and write them down, make a tiny task that you can't not do Put that on your list, get it done, and then check it off. If you're, uh, for your fitness goals, you know, rather than say, oh, I'm going to work out an hour every day, maybe to start, you want to make it easy to act. To act. I'm going to walk to the end of the driveway and back today, Okay. That's not everything, but it's something, right? You, you, and it really is true. The, the journey of a thousand miles begins with a single step. And so to stay motivated, you want to make progress and, and make it easy to make progress because you've broken down this goal or this project in the tiniest possible steps that you can't not do and and then go do one of them. If maybe your project is, your goal is to get your house decluttered. Well, that's an overwhelming project that'll, you know, stop anybody from taking action. So maybe the small step today is I'm going to gather up some empty boxes for my decluttering project. That's all I have to do today. Just that one little piece. I can do that. I can't declutter my house. I, that's, I, I can't even think of what that might be, but I can go get some boxes. I can stop at the liquor store on my way back because they have some great boxes or, you know, just get some empty boxes from the garage, whatever it is, get them all gathered into one place. Now you've taken an action. You can check something off your list. You've made a little bit of progress. And then the next day you do the next tiny step. Similarly, item or uh, number six, I think we are on, is to, um, I, I called this take advantage of physics by setting interim goals. So you've got a huge goal that's going to take a long time to accomplish or a big project that's going to take a long time to complete. We are not as good at keeping our eye on long, a long-term objective as we are in focusing on and staying attentive to short-term goals. And so, uh, I, I, like I said, I think of this as taking advantage of physics. Inertia is what I understand to be Newton's first law of motion, which is that a body at rest tends to stay at rest, and a body in motion tends to stay in motion in each case unless it's acted upon by an outside force. So how does that apply to staying motivated? Got to get moving, right? If once you're moving 
you will keep moving. It, the hardest part is starting. And so find that easy way in, get something going, and take advantage of this concept of inertia. We th- I always think of inertia as being um, an, uh, things don't want to move, but that's not really, as I understand it, I'm not a scientist here, but inertia is, is either way. If things that aren't moving don't want to move unless an outside force moves them, things that are moving will keep moving unless an outside force you know, slows them down or stops them. So take advantage of that. Take that small step and then take another small step and it gets easier and easier. Um, I also take advantage of, uh, I guess, what I think of as another law of physics or another uh, concept of physics of momentum, which uh, the dictionary I looked at defines momentum as the impetus and driving force gained by the development of a process or course of events. Once you get going, it's easier to keep going. Once you get a little bit of, of uh, progress, it's easier to keep moving towards the goal. So setting those interim goals, taking the small steps, but keeping your, you know, you've got the big goal out there in the distance, but what's the near term goal that you can achieve sooner and um, get that sense of momentum? So maybe if your long-term goal is to lose 50 pounds, which to me, I I don't know about you, but to me that feels impossible. And that's going to take a period of time. And the older you are, the longer it probably is going to take. So that's the long-term goal that's out there. But rather than thinking about that, maybe I want to think about, I just, I want to lose, you know, 10 pounds this quarter, or I want to lose three pounds this month. And so I can do that. I can focus on that short-term goal, achieve that, and take advantage of that momentum and the the scientific concept of inertia to keep moving forward. If you want to write a book this year, you know I keep using that because it's something that I want would like to do. That's a long-term goal, and it's hard to stay motivated and excited about something that the conclusion of it is so far out in the future. So maybe you set an interim goal of this month, I'm going to complete the outline or the first five chapters or, you know, something like that, but some, some interim goal that you can accomplish in a a near term period of time and feel good about. If you want to start a new job or a new business this year, maybe your interim goal is to, Schedule informational interviews with three people who are successfully doing what you want to do. So you haven't achieved the ultimate goal, but you can achieve this small interim goal and have that sense of accomplishment that can keep the momentum going and keep you moving forward. So that was number, what, six? Uh, Number seven, I think, uh, is to celebrate those wins. So when you do achieve those interim goals or when you do take the small actions, celebrate that. Give yourself credit for what you've done. Remind yourself of the progress you've made. If you're feeling as the month and year goes on, like, you know, this goal is so far out there. I still have so far to go. Well, we're, we're all way too likely to focus on how far we have to go and not give ourselves credit for how far we've come. 
And so we need to, if you're, if your enthusiasm is lagging, if you're feeling less motivated, take a minute to look back and acknowledge the progress you've made, the actions that you've taken. Maybe keep a log or a journal of those milestones, jot them on your calendar or in a note on your phone or in the notebook you can go back and look at and give yourself a pat on the back for, you know, I haven't done everything, but I've done something. I've, I've made these steps. Um, you know, if, if getting fit is part of your goal, maybe you log every workout you do, or every time you go for a walk, uh, whatever it is, every phone call you make to try to develop new clientele for your business, any of those things, keep track of it. Look at that and say, all right, I, I haven't made it to the end yet, but I am farther along than I would have been if I'd done nothing. And so I've, I've taken these steps. Good for me. Keep going and share that with your accountability partner. If that helps. All right. The next one, uh, I'm losing track. Is this number eight plan rewards for when you accomplish those interim steps? Don't wait until you've achieved the ultimate goal to celebrate and reward yourself. Give yourself things to look forward to. Again, we are more motivated by the near term than we are the long term. And so find ways to sort of reward yourself for accomplishing those interim steps that those interim goals that you wanted to do. So maybe when you lose the first four or 10 pounds or whatever you set for yourself, you're going to give yourself a spa day to celebrate. Maybe when you finish the first chapter of your book, you're going to uh, you know, I don't know what, buy yourself a new notebook or, you know, some little thing, or maybe it's just, I'm going to take a break and, and have a, a cup of tea with a friend. Uh, maybe find, find some way to reward yourself. If you're working on building your business, when you've reached out to five new prospects, um, you're going to reward yourself in some way. Uh, if your project is decluttering or cleaning up your home, maybe when you've cleaned out that front hall closet that you've put off indefinitely, uh, you're going to celebrate in some way. Uh, you know, find rewards that are meaningful to you. And they don't have to be big and they don't have to involve a lot of money, but just whatever it is, find ways to reward yourself, to give yourself something to look forward to. Uh, nine, I think we are on. This for me is a great way to get my motivation going again, and that's to read or watch or listen to inspirational, motivational content. And whether that's books or YouTube videos or podcasts or whatever, find something that inspires and motivates you. Seek that out and watch or read or listen to it daily, or at least when you start to feel your your enthusiasm and your energy flagging and you're realizing, oh, I'm not I'm not getting myself to take the action I need to take. I just, I'm not feeling motivated. You know, sometimes you just have to push through and do it no matter what you feel, but you can stir up those feelings again of enthusiasm and excitement by what you listen to, what, why you, what thoughts you put into your head. So for instance, for me, one of the things I'm working on is, you know, move as we've moved into this new house, I want to make it a home and I want to develop routines for keeping it clean and making it pretty and doing the different things. But when I start to feel unmotivated on my home projects, uh, there are certain YouTube channels I like to watch that kind of get me 
fired up and whether it's watching somebody else clean their house, I think, Ooh, I could do that too. And then I'll pause and I'll go work on it for a while. When I'm struggling with mindset issues, whether it's from over my career or relationships or whatever, there are certain podcasts that I like to listen to that really inspire me and get my mind going in the right direction, whether that's Brooke Castillo's The Life Coach School podcast, which I've talked about ad nauseum on this show. I, it's one of my favorites. Or Amy Landino's Detail Therapy is wonderful. You get She interviews all kinds of people that are accomplishing interesting things. And just listening to them can get me fired up to, to take more action on certain goals of mine. There's another podcast I really like called Focused that's all about staying focused on what matters to you. And that's a great one for me when I find myself kind of wandering off and getting distracted. So find whatever inspires or motivates you, whether it's a podcast or a book that you maybe read, uh, you know, it might be scripture, it might be, I'm reading a book right now that uh, actually uh, Amy Landino recommended called The Daily Stoic. And it's just little short readings that really are thought provoking and kind of motivating. And I'll read, you know, one, one page each day of that. Find something like that that can help get your mind going the right direction, help you get thinking thoughts that motivate you, and then, um, you know, take action on it. Number 10, make sure you're using the right tools. It's hard to be motivated if the tools you're working with are hard to work with, they're old, they're cruddy, they're ineffective, whatever it is. Um, make sure you're using the right tools for whatever it is that you're doing. Uh, and maybe get yourself a couple of fun new ones. And maybe this is one of your rewards as you make progress, you know, those small steps on your goal or your project. So whether it's a pretty new bag to carry your work papers and your laptop, or if you're a writer, new pens or notebooks or paintbrushes, if you're an artist, Maybe you need a better computer or, uh, you know, a better vacuum cleaner. I don't know what it might be. Maybe if, you, if you're losing enthusiasm on your, your uh, fitness goals, maybe some nice new workout gear or a new pair of running shoes will help you feel like you've got the tools that will help you accomplish it. We need to, I, I think we need to use the right tools for the jobs that we're doing, for the tasks that we're undertaking, the projects we're working on, any of that kind of stuff. Finding those tools that work for us, that we enjoy using, and that are effective and efficient, all those things that are just pleasant, whatever it is that you're working on, make sure you're using the right tools because nothing's more frustrating than I, you know, trying to saw a board with a dull saw or, you know, cut fabric with dull scissors or paint a wall with a, a, a ratty paintbrush that's missing half its bristles. Whatever it is you're doing, give yourself the gift of tools that are, are effective and a joy to work with. Okay, so that was number 10. And finally, number 11, plan ahead. And so we, if you know that your enthusiasm and your motivation will wane, because it always does for all of us, plan for it now. Sit down and brainstorm some strategies now 
to boost your motivation and have them ready for when that time comes. We all hit those times when we're feeling less enthusiastic about this goal that we've set for ourselves or this project that we want to accomplish. So we, since we know that's going to happen now, before we get to that point, think about what motivates me? What helps me get fired up and excited? What are some things I can do? What will you do when you don't feel like taking the action you need to take toward your goal? Figure that out now and be prepared. Don't be surprised. Don't think it means there's something wrong with you, some sort of character flaw because you're not feeling motivated and you're, you know, you're skipping the action. You're not taking the action. Figure out what it takes for you to motivate yourself. Remember the quote um, that we we mentioned at the beginning that from Lolly Dascal: "All motivation is self motivation." And as Suzanne Gerber said, and I'm repeating this from the beginning, motivation is not magic. It doesn't come in a bottle. There's no little blue pill for it, but it's something you can tap into by design and then harness. So do it on purpose. Think ahead now so that you're ready. And you. And when it happens and you're feeling like, ah, I don't feel like doing this thing. I don't want to jog today, or I don't want to write today. But you know those are the actions you need to take to accomplish the goal that you have set for yourself, and you you have a reason why you want to accomplish that goal. You like the reason. So what do you need to do when you're not feeling it so that you will take the action anyway? Prepare ahead of time. So those are the 11 things that I thought of as I was uh, you know, thinking about this for myself and for you. And so what do you think? Are you feeling less motivated to work toward your goals now than you were when the year started? How do you keep yourself going to accomplish the goals that are most important to you? I would love to hear your ideas because I'll bet you've got some great ones. You can share your ideas or your questions about this topic or anything else in the comment section of the show notes for this episode at theproductivewoman.com slash 278. You can also post a comment or question on the Productive Woman Facebook page. That's open for anybody on Facebook. If you are in the Productive Woman Community Facebook group, uh, that's a great place to have these conversations. We can help each other out with motivation. Maybe you can connect with an accountability partner who, you know, I'll bet there's somebody else in the group who is interested in pursuing the same goal or a similar goal to what you're trying to accomplish and maybe is also struggling to stay motivated. Let's connect with each other and support and encourage each other. If you prefer to share your thoughts with me privately, as always, you can email your questions, comments, or suggestions to me at feedback at theproductivewoman.com. And I would love to hear from you. Uh, Before we go, don't forget you can get that free 30-day trial of fresh books right now with no credit card required. So if you're running a business and you want to make sure you're getting paid on time, check out freshbooks.com slash TPW. Be sure to enter the productive woman in the how did you hear about us section. And thank you so much to FreshBooks for supporting the Productive Woman podcast. And that is it for this episode of The Productive Woman. As always, I am very grateful to you for spending this time with me. You motivate me. You inspire me. And I am so grateful to be a part of this community and uh, to be a part of your life and have you be part of mine. I hope you found something in this episode that is encouraging to you. 
Um, And I look forward to talking with you again very soon. So until next time, remember, extend grace to each other and to yourself and go make your life matter.